Hey guys, this is Ayush and welcome to another episode of Press Start to Play. Once again, I'm joined by Manas, hey. the savior of all Indian gaming. Are are. Every time Ayush says something like this and the audience think I have some kind of bloated ego or something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today we are also joined by Jay, uh, which I think is the biggest uh, is the best uh, gaming critic in India right now. Oof. <laughs> Bold claim. <laughs> and uh, and we have a very special guest with us today uh, we have arman from frostfood interactive uh, who is here to talk about his uh, his latest game and uh, you know the the life of a video game developer and specifically an indian video game developer so yeah. arman say hi to everyone man hi everyone hey hey arman it's good to finally talk to you i I've, i've seen your games recommended a lot by jay and i and i like yeah, the look of them a lot yeah rainswept i think the first time i saw rainswept i didn't know it was like from a developer made in india but then i saw those slanted rooftops uh, thoda south indian wala look and i oh shit ye <laughs> india mein banaya kya why this look so, yeah <laughs> yeah i didn't really you know uh, i just made a game inspired by the things that i was inspired by this time i'm kind of setting it more uh, where i am where i live and everything so it's much more obvious that you know it's from india this time yeah i i think uh, uh, your previous game uh, forgotten fields that doesn't have that indian look uh, uh, straight away it, it has a indie game look uh, but okay. not an indian game uh, yeah i think uh, yeah so the rain rainsort was the first one oh sorry i'm so getting it yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. and forgotten fields is yeah. pretty much yeah with the sloping roofs and everything so, yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking I played Rainstep, but I've not played Forgotten Fields. Oh yes, uh, I, I mixed it up. Where are the <laughs> slanted roofs in that game? So, uh, like uh, Arman, but I have to say, man, uh, like uh, like Manas said, I look like the love the look of your games. You know that uh, art style that you have decided to go for in both of your games, basically, and that stands out the uh, most uh, in your games. So, uh, like. Walk us through that. Like, how did you decide that this is going to be the art style that you want to like pursue during game during your games for your games? So, uh, yeah, it was kind of uh, not really planned. It was out of necessity. So, mm-hmm. the first game, like, I can sort of draw, but I don't have much practice. You know, uh, it's not really like perfect like that. You know, so with Rainswept, it was like. if i am making kind of a dark murder mystery kind of thing mostly they kind of go for a black and white noir kind of you know not very bright because the story is kind of dark but i thought if i do that it will sort of if the art is not perfect and you go for a dull look it might not stand out so the main thing was if it's colorful i think it's more eye catching so it was in basically an easier way of uh, uh, turning out to be attractive okay uh and uh, you know it had very straight lines and very blocky kind of uh, art style that was also out of necessity because i didn't want to use a drawing tablet i didn't want to draw those things because that while that looks better it kind of uh, you need to put more work in it uh, mm-hmm. so what i used was a polygonal lasso tool in photoshop and just made everything very quickly just by clicks so mm-hmm. that whole art style came from necessity and uh, forgotten fields i think it was just much more natural um kind of inspired by it's basically inspired by goa so everything that i saw the colors that i saw here it's a lot of red actually you know red mm-hmm. soil and yeah. everything has a reddish tone um i think that kind of you can see in the game i guess after the insert i again i went for a colorful thing and i guess i'm just kind of uh, comfortable with some colors now after working on those with rain swept you know blues and reds so yeah so did you use the same uh, software for both your games for designing the art uh so photoshop for rain swept it was all 2d and this time i had to learn blender right so for 3d but yeah it's all made on unity mm-hmm. okay uh but arman like uh, walk us through the games man like what is rain swept about and what is like forgotten fields about you know uh, what uh, what kind of games are there yeah so uh what i wanted to make 
overall was just something very story focused so uh you know that's the kind of stuff i love and one of the games was an inspiration was to the moon so for me like um i haven't studied programming or any technical kind of you know game development kind of thing uh i was an architect so to me it was like if i'm making a game the easiest part to focus on would be to write a story technically speaking you know you don't need to have any knowledge of any software or anything it had to be story focused because that's mostly what i could do without any uh, experience and uh, what i wanted to do and i looked at a few games like to the moon life is strange what remains of edith finch firewatch murder mystery is something i'm very attracted to i watch a lot of uh, korean murder mystery films mm-hmm. uh, mur- uh, memories of, of your- murders Yeah, I was going to ask which one do you like, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing funny. you guys are also interested. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. Man is basically a serial killer at this point. What? Yeah, they they love those crime thrillers. So yeah, I went through so many of those. I was just obsessed. And uh, Memories of Murders was a big one. Chaser yeah. is a great one. Um Veiling is kind of more horror type, but it still got those vibes. Yeah, but I really like the you know how it's very unpolished. It's very realistic. I love that. So because of that, I wanted to make a murder mystery. I love Twin Peaks, which is a murder mystery show in the nineties yeah. uh, from yeah, uh, you know US, mm-hmm. uh, and that has a very rainy kind of vibe. So that was a big inspiration. Okay. Deadly Premonition is a game yeah, which is inspired by mm-hmm. yeah. Olympics, yeah. So yeah, that's something I was very interested in and then couple of other things, you know, how a relationship kind of happens, how it develops, how things go bad. So that was the whole other part of the story. So mm-hmm. you know how complex things are. and i i don't know i had those ideas in my mind from a while and when i thought i'll make a game it just sort of started coming together mm-hmm. as for forgotten fields moving on to that so i had trouble coming up with the idea for the next game because i was you know range it was something i wanted to make from a while but when it came to the second game all of a sudden i had to think of something you know of out of scratch yeah. and that started blocking me up and i went through 10 12 different ideas and they were all not good enough uh then i was like okay we can just write a story about this to start with you know mm-hmm. an author who can't write and which is like kind of a cliche thing but it was also something that i could do because that was all i was thinking about and i had moved to bombay last year like you said so in june and i was pretty inspired by that you know all the it's a very different life from goa i had lived all my life in goa and uh, uh moving to bombay i wanted kind of that urban style i tried putting that in every idea but when you try to develop a game like that you have to make so much more so many more assets because obviously a city is much more you know there's so much detail there's so much activity and it wasn't clicking then i went back home in december in goa and uh, i just i don't know i had a really good time again and went to the beach and everything and i was like you know maybe i should put some of this in the game and slowly slowly like first it was like slightly inspired then i started putting elements and i was like yeah i guess it's just based in goa now so <laughs> it yeah it basically kind of became that story and once i had those two three pieces more things about the story just started coming okay so that's where we are now right So now uh, now that your demo is on Steam like how did that come to happen Um so it's not uh, with Steam it's like anyone can upload okay. basically Okay Yeah so I mean that's a problem nowadays because before they had some curation <laughs> Right <laughs> and uh, you know uh, it was easier to stand out and now you just have to pay like $100 and you can submit a game Okay. So to the uh, festival or like the showcases? No, no, just mm-hmm. to Steam in general. And this showcase mm-hmm. was open to everyone for the first time. Okay. So whoever has a demo, they could just submit. So mm-hmm. me and many others, whoever demo right now, we all submitted. Mm-hmm. 
yeah so there was no selection for it this time yeah. this team festival supposed to like two crowd like there were like how many demos was there like 90 100 or there no, about 900 900 yeah so like yeah. people had trouble choosing you know they have so many cho- uh, choices to choose from and that's why we did yeah. that article you know it was a six part article we did like three demos each and compared to last spring festival it was a, uh, that was a lot more fewer in number i guess so you could yeah. there's more visibility for your game you know it's on the uh, front page and all yeah and how has been the reception of the crowd towards your demo the performance views yeah it's been pretty good um it's quite early actually it's only been like 6 to 8 months yeah. since i started so this is the first time people are seeing it so i had no idea whether people like it so far they seem to be you know they're waiting for the full game so that's good always yeah. good to hear yeah but the brain okay. uh, ship community must also be following it right you release a game and you know the head community build around that so they must also be looking forward to the next game right yeah yeah so a lot of them are pretty excited because they are getting the same vibes that they got from brain surf okay so yeah, that's good so is the majority of the audience uh, like who played rain swept and who were excited for forgotten fields like are they from india or are they from outside the country as well yeah mostly from outside because uh, you know that's where most of the population also is for i don't know mainstream games that's okay. yeah so always the biggest market will be the us then the second okay. is like europe uk germany okay. so that's kind of similar for this game as well okay so like like you said with rainswept it was more thoda sa or indie art style but uh, forgotten fields has this indianish look to it so like how how is the audience responding to that like are they excited to see india me india as a setting jo itna common nahi hai वैसे to be honest yeah 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 i think yeah i think that will be quite exciting you know mm-hmm. to share that uh, i saw a stream of someone playing the demo and he didn't know where it was set so he kept saying like where is the set where is the set i want to visit this place okay so okay. and see uh, what i wanted to know arman is like the first game took a lot of time for you right because you learned all the technologies and then you had the uh, but you worked on the story worked on the inspiration and then you took time to develop it right uh, do you think uh, yeah. like uh, forgotten fields will come out faster like it will take much less time for for the for it than rainsir yeah that is the plan actually so um i wanted to make you know make this quickly as well uh mm-hmm. and that's true you know i know the software and everything mm-hmm. uh, 3d and has kind of made it a new challenge so i'm learning mm-hmm. 3d but now i think i'm comfortable with it but yeah the plan is end of this year so that would be about one and a half year that's shorter than rainsurf and the kickstarter right it's uh, like 11 days remaining right and so far your only shot of like 3k towards your goal i think yeah uh about uh, so the goal is 95 9500 pounds and we are at 6500 mm. okay yeah, yeah yeah and even in kickstarter it's hard to get visibility these days i think because there's like so many things so many games like on daily basis hundreds or uh, 200 games are coming out on kickstarter so you have people are, are having trouble tracking all these games and stuff and like how has uh how's your experience with kickstarter overall so uh because these days like people have kind of lost i wouldn't say trust but still people have had a lot of bad experiences with kickstarter games since steam recently especially with early access so how was your experience with kickstarter yeah it's actually um a bit more uh, challenging than i expected mm-hmm. uh i mean you we know that you have to prepare a lot and do a lot of yeah. pr and everything we did that and still it's not been as quick as we expected for it to you know because you see some games getting funded in 48 yeah, hours and like, everything yeah and uh, i um but that's the thing like maybe this uh, time of the year you know a lot of news new games coming out lot of news coming out uh, e3 this is uh, the time you know so the press conferences and everything was there uh, the steam fest was there so people are saturated with games i think so that was an issue but uh, yeah it's it's kickstarter is challenging to stand out and get selected as a project we love and all those things uh it does have you know kickstarter has its own community i did on indiegogo rainswept uh, yeah, yeah. for the last time that was even more 
kind of challenging because Kickstarter has a bigger gaming community. So mm. that way it's been better. You know, we didn't hit the goal in Indiegogo. We are, we look like we might hit it here. Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah, it's kind and of that was your first game, right? Indiegogo. Yeah. And I think like in Indiegogo, the one feature that it has is like, even if you don't reach your final goal, you can like still get that money and start off at like in a smaller scale. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's not really, helpful. that's not there in Kickstarter. Right. No, it's yeah. It's all or nothing. Even if you miss it by, you know, $1 or something, mm-hmm. uh, you won't get any of the funding you've raised, which is, yeah. Uh, that times, man. That's like, uh, like an intense waiting period, right? Yeah. <laughs> How do you cope up with that? Like the waiting, because at this point, like, obviously what you can do is like spread the word about your video games, you know, and, but most yeah. of it is involved in waiting. So how do you like, uh, especially in this quarantine team where, where you're not <laughs> allowed to go out that much, right. As, uh, and like clear your mind, how do you do that? Like waiting around and all that. How do you handle that? Uh, for mainly the Kickstarter, you mean? Yep. For the Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, so the first two weeks were like really busy with the campaign because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of spreading the word and sending emails, responding to things. Demo was also up on uh, Steam. So uh, I was like totally caught up. By the end of the second week, I, you know, got some time to not focus on the campaign. So I've just been working on the game since then. That's mm-hmm. what I can do. Um, yeah. So that's not been that big a problem. It's just been busy either with the game or with the campaign. Right. And uh, Arman, are you working on the game solo or? Um, so the main game, yeah, I'm doing it like last time, but I'm working with the publisher called Dino Digital okay. from Mumbai. So they're like also supporting me with additional things. So. Uh, like right now they've made all the character models for instance okay mm-hmm. and uh, so that's something i had like even though i learned 3d i can't make character models that's too complex mm-hmm. and uh, uh, right now we're using animations from packs but to polish it they might you know add some extra animations so they're like supporting me in these things okay they're doing the marketing so yeah uh, and apart from them so Apart from them supporting me in, you know, miscellaneous tasks of those sort, we have uh, music is being made by the same composer uh, who made music for Rainswept. His name is like uh, Mikhail, Mikhalski. He calls himself Micah Mike. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, we also have help from someone who's like going over the script, uh, Sally Beaumont. So she's uh, basically she's making sure all the dialogues, you know, are like proofreading and uh, they flow well and they're efficient all those kind of things yeah. okay and so did how you did try you try pitching uh, the game to any uh, i should go on please no no uh, jay you go on i was going to ask him like yeah, i uh, want to ask go for it <laughs> okay. okay i want to ask uh, did you ever try pitching the game to any western uh, publisher before uh, setting on with dino uh so okay for this game no it was pretty early on that we had talked i'd met them at a uh this hyderabad indian game developer conference Mm -hmm. so we talked pretty early on before even i was sure of the idea uh yeah so there was no need oh so so when you met with like not uh, a lot of people get that opportunity i think yeah uh going to conferences that's you know, one of the major uh, advantages of doing that. Mm-hmm. And I, I was going to ask you the same question as I was going to ask you, like, how did you approach uh, Dino project or like, did they come to you or did you go to them? And like, how did that conversation start? You said that you hadn't even started the game. Uh, that yeah. Point, right. So, so how I was, was showing, that conversation? Uh, I was showing rain swept uh, mm-hmm. in that conference. Mm-hmm. So that's where they met they saw Rainswept and uh, they asked, you know, will you be starting on a new thing and everything. Right. And uh, they, because this is also their first publishing project. So they mm-hmm. were like, we also want to get started with this stuff. And uh, they were like, because um, they're also based in Mumbai. This was in Hyderabad. They're like, let's meet in Mumbai. So um, 
yeah they were like this is what we do because they're in marketing right now and mm-hmm. uh, they asked do you think you would need help with anything i said you know i'm moving to 3d so that might be a challenge mm-hmm. yeah and that's how the conversation went okay right and when where was when was this conference exactly like uh, in hyderabad i'm thinking yeah, yeah. last year right yeah november november yeah okay right so uh, like now that we know how it all going down there right so uh, i wanted to know uh, more about like the um, the other aspect of it like the personal aspect of being a solo developer right like whenever uh, when we talked to you for the first time on the website we have an interview then you did train swept right yeah so you gave me a lot of like uh, stardew valley developer vibe you know uh, somebody who worked alone uh, who you know uh made the game from scratch thought about the story and the music and all like from from himself and like you did a lot of it excuse me and you did a lot of it alone right so uh how do you like handle that like uh because being uh, working on so on a project alone has its own challenges right obviously you don't have any red tape at all but there is no pushback and no feedback in a lot of areas right so how do you handle that and now Uh, how do you handle that basically and then i'll go give you a follow up question yeah so uh, yeah that is one thing there is uh, not you know uh, it's nice to have people working with you for feedback and uh, if you're like if something is not going in a right direction but uh, one thing with reinsert and with this game what was really helpful was releasing the demo pretty early so mm-hmm. with reinsert i released the demo 6 months into development i think no a year after development and uh, at the end of the demo there was like a feedback form so i got a lot of responses on that about 500 600 uh, responses what people like what they didn't like what should be changed what they'd like to see so that was really helpful because a lot of them had the same you know like controls are not good or uh, what they like they like how the story is going so uh, in terms of feedback feedback that was good uh yeah was there more in that right question. so like yeah so uh, so that was like customer feedback and all that right then yeah. how did you like set up uh, deadlines for yourself like because being alone it's very easy to you know procrastinate and stretch out goals like okay, i'm going to do it later or this is not done and like uh yep yeah um yeah i've always kind of enjoyed that you know scheduling and hitting uh milestones and all those things so mm-hmm. like as an architect that was really important especially in architecture college uh finishing things on time and uh, personally i used to like love not pulling all nighters because i used to like sleeping before the presentation so mm-hmm. i got into the habit of finishing things you know on time and not it's important to not be a perfectionist also and realize that it can't be completely perfect so some things have to be left uh less than perfect basically and because you have to keep moving on and you can come back to things um yeah and i just kind of make a list of things to do uh for a day and then list of things to do this month not very specified but kind of a rough plan and uh, just keep on getting things done basically even if they are not fully polished also like when when you make these games like in the beginning itself can you picture exactly how they're going to look or like do you just uh, draw it as it like come come as you are wala like jaise ideas aa rahe you penning it out or like do you at least in your mind do you have the look nailed down the visual style you know? yeah 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 um rough kind of an idea so 50% you might say so okay. rainsort looked much uh, um it didn't look very good in the beginning okay so there were almost like three phases in the beginning it looked really really bad and midway through it looked good and i thought okay this will be the final style and then i you know started polishing it and it started improving everything and then i looked back and that midway was not even as good okay so basically the like night in the woods was a visual inspiration yeah, basically yeah i, I was I like could, yeah it's I like if the game can look like that it looks simple i can understand how they've made it and if if it can look like that that'll be great 
so i tried and it took me three attempts to get where it got so okay. yeah a sort of a uh, inspiration and then just keep working on it okay got it and for forgotten fields like any uh, any game that you look to for inspiration or uh yeah i can't remember <laughs> there was uh, um breath of the wild somewhat okay but uh, not exactly but yeah that kind of uh, colorful flat art kind of style okay uh, zelda breath of the wild and uh, you might say games like you know untitled goose game oh yeah all I of these uh, I, yeah, low poly kind of things yeah so one thing i want to ask uh, rain swept and our forgotten fields look like they'll be the perfect Uh, they land perfectly on mobile because they are also made in unity and this is like a uh, uh, not very i would say demanding and these days you have a lot of developers porting their pc and console counterparts to mobile and have you ever thought about doing that i think rainship was ported to switch right he, uh not yet not yet more news soon but yeah yeah are there any plans to bring it to mobile because there are plans yeah, no? yeah. Yeah, India is a mobile-dominated marketplace, and I think there will be a lot of scope for that. And yeah. these kinds of games would, would fit in perfectly, you know. Yeah, uh, I, when I went for that conference in IGDC in Hyderabad, mm-hmm. a lot of people told me that you know, put this on phone, it will be very successful. So that kind of convinced me, uh, because it's still a new thing where you know, like these kind yeah. of games are coming to phones. before they were very you know like candy crush and all that which i was very like i was like okay i don't want to put it on phones because that's what is on phones yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah seeing this going to the conference it kind of convinced me and uh, it's it's going to happen uh, we are going to make it uh, we're going to try uh, rainsurfed is still easy i'm not sure about uh, this one like um, how uh, optimized it is it'll take work uh, it, it'll be the plan but it won't mm-hmm. yeah so probably work with someone who can make that happen mm-hmm. and there are certain first person perspective sections in forgotten fields right i played the demo and there was like you know you had to carry that ball thing that scene and it's a lot different from what you had done in rain swept so how is that new 3d 360 thing coming out yeah um so it's not very different from uh, the rest of forgotten fields you know where you have the top down view so mainly it's just about moving the camera on the character's face which is much more simpler than i expected uh the things that i use uh, with unity i use adventure creator which is a plugin uh which allows me to do make a lot of the game and uh, that also allows you to switch between you know these modes it makes things easier so mm-hmm. it's it wasn't that complicated design wise also the you know there's not that much going on it's, it's like it's not like any shooting or anything uh-huh. so yeah, yeah. uh not that complex yeah but uh, just i put it in as you know sort of a change of pace from the rest of the game mm-hmm. thought it'd be more exciting if you can sort of run around and jump around in first person yeah. for a bit yeah mm-hmm. and these sections are like uh, too far and few uh, too few in between or as it like going to be like make up a significant chunk of the game yeah they'll be uh, not that much mm, like that, yeah i think the percentage that is on the demo yeah yeah i think that's enough uh, it's nice to have an exchange of pace but at the same time you don't want to bore the player you know keep repeating yeah. the same stuff over and over again yeah i think that's yeah. a nice decision yeah th- i'm still trying to figure out uh, how to put those sections in because mm. i'm not sure what exactly the feedback is because i think it's interesting but uh, like some people have uh, slowed down at that part and you know some people oh, just yeah. want to relax with the story so mm-hmm. that is something i have to figure out yeah when you come to that section the emotion thing changes you know you're, you're not yeah. longer viewing the game from a bird's eye perspective and the limitations of the engine the visuals also becomes more apparent so i think it kind of takes the player apart but if it's done well you know it provides a nice change of pace I'm really looking forward to how that will turn out in the full game. <laughs> yes, thanks. Uh, so, so uh, like, uh, sir, sir, go on, Aish. No, I was just going to say, like, now that you have, like, I was going to ask, move on to questions about, like, how the development life cycle works for a, like, 
and what uh, advice he has so if you have any questions before that like uh, you're good to go manish about no, no, i was going to ask iske aage like like what uh, like what is uh, like what are you eyeing uh, for the future can i like more indie projects or slowly develop i mean of course everybody has like kuch bada karne ka to everybody i am assuming uh, things of but like uh, if you were to do something big uh, do you have any idea in your mind ke hey, this is something that i would like to tackle or take on or build yeah so i do have a couple of ideas so when i couldn't come up with any ideas like you know uh just after that i started working on this game and once i started working on this game i got like two three more ideas so i was like wait <laughs> i already started with a game and now i i kind of want to make two three games at the same time but uh i have an idea for what i can do you know realistically uh probably work with uh a relatively bigger team and uh, but in the far far future you know like i have a dream game as well so that would be something like if you played fable okay uh, mm-hmm. fable the lost chapters yeah that's like uh, it would be amazing to make something like that uh okay. but that is the scope wise you know it's like really it's an rpg it's yeah. it's somewhat not an open open world but it's a very large world mm-hmm. so one day hopefully something like that what about fable did you like uh, about that game did you like uh, like the most so uh, which you want to imbibe into your video games the the world and the music you know it's very it's like a fairy tale and i played it uh i think in 2008 or 7 when you know i was much younger as well and <laughs> those experiences kind of stick with you it's very nostalgic basically right. and yeah it's it's very magical it's very uh like if you're a kid playing that game Mm-hmm. it just takes you somewhere else so yeah it, it it wasn't very dark which is very common nowadays you know many rpgs are just dark and very adult yeah. and that was kind of childish and was very black and white you know like you can be a really bad guy but you can also be a really yeah. really really good guy <laughs> and you can yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the best yeah. yeah and you know that the town and all it was very charming basically yeah mm-hmm. there was a whimsy to it that was very appealing yeah yeah those yeah those are my best like favorite parts so you would like to make something on like an rpg with a lighter tone overall like something like fable had yeah. thoda whimsical sir got yeah yeah mm-hmm. so talking about like uh, the development process involved arman what is like the easiest thing that you thought was about making a game and what was the most difficult thing about making a game now that you have to yeah uh this is funny because you know uh i chose story focused games because i'm like writing a story is something which doesn't require technical knowledge and that is something i can do but i can't do the scripting parts but turns out once i learned the softwares putting the game together is way easier but writing the story is a pain after <laughs> <laughs> after uh, writing the dialogues to, uh, yeah. don't worry about it even neil druckmann struggles right <laughs> even he can get it right apparently so <laughs> i don't think you are uh, doing really that badly in that department you know <laughs> I, i didn't get you what did you say no neil druckmann from the last of us oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> even he isn't getting the story part right every, every time. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. so that's the thing like yeah getting it right and also just the process you know when i have to sit and write dialogues i'm like oh god like it's it can get really difficult uh yeah. whereas when you have to make put the game together it's like okay you know step by step mm-hmm. these are the steps there's like you have a problem then you try to figure out the problem mm-hmm. uh it's way easier than i expected and right. Yeah. And that's one of the themes in the game, right? The main character having writer's block, not being able to get <laughs> together. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Only if writing a story were like writing lines of code, you know, which would be much <laughs> more. Life would be much more easier. <laughs> yeah. I, I think as long as you don't have any golf clubs in the video game, I think you are good to go. 
it's not the fear is not about like the final result but you know the day to day when you sit down and you have to write things down and uh, mm. it can be it's hard to get that momentum sometimes and right. to basically you start procrastinating more with writing rather than with making the game mm-hmm. i completely see what you mean man yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i completely i completely agree with you because like i have some articles that i wanted to write and they've been sitting there for 6 months like in the drafts folder of my uh, of the website they're just sitting there so i completely get what you're saying yeah. but you, uh, so tell us man like if, uh, like you're talking about this procrastination thing and the like deadline thing right so tell us about something that you maybe took out of the game which you wanted to put in earlier uh specifically rainsweep because obviously forgotten fuse is still in development uh, yeah. or maybe something that you added later in the game that you thought like really added value to it but which was not in the initial plan yeah i'd be able to think of the second more um what, what did i remove okay Uh, you don't have I to added, don't have to answer both man you can just like ask them <laughs> um i added a okay so the open world was a very it wasn't very late into development but almost past halfway and before it was just like you know you go from the story takes you you know you talk to this guy that conversation ends then you you're taken to the next scene uh kind of how forgotten fields is right now like you know you start in the room and then you go in that next place and then you go to the next house uh and then i thought about kind of making it a connected world where the player can just roam around and go wherever they want for you know just to explore the town and i think that was a huge thing because uh, you know that sense of exploration right. it's uh, yeah i mean that is something i really enjoy Was that and, after the demo or before the demo? I think it was after the demo, yeah. And was it one of the feedbacks from the demo that you got? Like, no, it was because uh, in the demo you couldn't tell how it was going to be, mm-hmm. uh, whether it would open up or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, halfway through, uh, I think that really because that also makes the game kind of longer. You can take your time with it, so. Mm-hmm. that really improved it uh quite later on i added like the journal and uh, you know uh there were a couple of things like that objectives tracker small polish things um yeah uh in terms of uh i think uh oh, that's it okay. it was pretty much yeah it wasn't a uh, apart from the open world there wasn't much of change of plans right uh, i i just wanted to go back a little bit kina uh, like what got you into this like kina ki hey i want to make games like like you said like you mentioned you were uh, you were an architect so uh, how how the shift to towards game making games so yeah once like in first year of architecture i was like i don't want to do this because <laughs> i was <laughs> they had us drafting bricks and i remember being very you know like oh my god what am i doing like these sheets and these set squares and the sheet keeps getting smudged i was really irritated mm-hmm. so and um uh, it was always a dream as many of us have you know to uh, get into games so when i was in school i was i wanted to become a concept artist but uh you know there was nothing no companies in india i would have to move abroad i would be very risky and very expensive so i dropped that uh so i decided to just finish up with architecture and get into films actually around that time i started making short films and everything i did films for a while for two months i didn't like uh working on sets that was also not a fun process you know uh so it's like a really huge team on a set and it's really uh, uh it's a very high energy kind of activity and uh, i prefer sitting in a room and working on something thinking about it and you know being uh in thought and not outdoors like there were like 12 hour shifts when okay. you're on set so uh yeah i finished architecture tried films didn't like that so went back to architecture uh did a job for in a firm for about a year while trying to think okay what do i do next because i was not enjoying that either 
and because as expected i didn't like, like architecture i didn't pay attention in college so i didn't really know what i was doing either because okay. i was like this is not going to work out uh and uh, yeah that's when my friend i was thinking talking about this with a friend and he also wanted to do something different he was an engineer um he said why don't you think about making games and uh, uh yeah that was risky but at the same time you know steam has opened up and unity makes things easier and indie games have become you know much more like so many more people are making games it's a lot more accessible and uh, i thought about it and it didn't seem that crazy because i was like okay this is possible if i can get a decent game out i can make a living out of it and it would be way more satisfying creatively and i did some research i looked at some games and very simple games and i thought okay technically i can make these so let's try i worked on it for 6 months while doing the job architecture job and i had enough of a prototype so yeah that was when i was like okay i think i can do this full time okay so it takes uh, a leap man i have to yeah, say like it yeah. takes a leap of confidence to leave your job and you know decide that that's what you're going to do like full time and you know depend push your game out there and you know pursue it through even after release and then look up a and like what i like about is like people mostly have like at least one game in their mind like they want to make that one game and mostly that's the only game that they have in their mind they want to make that one game but you did make that one game and then you you know then you're making the another one and like that's i think is the real challenge on making the second game or making yeah. the third game after it that's the real challenge in my opinion and that's true because that's the issue i had you know i was like oh that's the game i wanted to make rain swept and mm-hmm. it's made now i have no ideas <laughs> so then i had to force myself a lot mm-hmm. and yeah i think now i've overcome that bump so it's mm-hmm. that that uh, obstacle is gone now would you recommend other guys who are, you know uh, trying to find out like like you said now unity is more accessible uh, steam is more accessible so if, if there are pe- more people who are you know Uh, stuck in jobs uh, in architecture job or engineering jobs apparently who want to leave their jobs and start video games so like uh, would you recommend them uh, to leave their jobs and you know pursue this uh, or is this uh, like something that would suit everyone yeah that's the thing uh, that's the thing like it doesn't suit everyone uh, that kind of uh, working alone not being in an office uh, hmm. not having that interaction with coworkers and uh uh not you know having anyone tell you that uh, what has to be done next a lot of people enjoy that uh, a lot more and uh, even if uh you are it suits you even then you got to do a lot of research because the problem is now there is a lot of competition and uh, there was when i started as well but i think it just keeps increasing more and more so you really have to do some sort of research you have to have a prototype ready before you make that jump and uh, if you can make something while keeping a job and uh, you know see that it really looks good put it on social media see people's responses uh, find out that okay a lot of people are wishlisting the game uh, because i put out a demo so that you need some sort of a proof that it's going to succeed before taking that jump because yeah it is scary uh, you know to leave that security and do this and not having it work out yeah but also- if you find out that you know uh it looks like uh it will do well enough i think it's really worth it so i would encourage that but just uh make sure and uh, go- going to steam like uh, what made you decide like since you already said people told you ki mobile is like the bigger market in india But so what made you decide ki instead of a mobile game like you know I'll make a PC game Yeah so like I was saying earlier my image of mobile games is sort of more casual games Okay and uh, which is changing um and that's the only kind of games like my experiences have been only on playing you know on the computer and those have been amazing experiences big games and big stories and my experiences on mobile at the time were playing games which i used to play in that office you know just to pass time and the boss is not there and they would leave me feeling very uh like i, I just wasted my time kind of thing so yeah it, it, uh 
mainstream gaming you know so i'm a fan of that okay compared to mobile so and i want to ask one more thing i read that article by rishi about how epic games is aggressively pushing unreal engine 5 yeah. in india and they're like increasing the grand on the 1 million or something like that and i think they rishi asked you as well if uh, will you be able uh, willing to like make a unreal engine 5 game if the opportunity arises in the future because you know there's a lot of uh, opportunities that comes along with that and a lot of indian developers are interested in like pursuing the you know the next big thing the unreal engine 5 and whatever whatever and what are your thoughts on that is the opportunity comes are you willing to wait obviously you have to make a lot of sacrifices you may have to expand the team uh, you know make a bigger more complex game something like that and will you be interested in doing something like that in the future yeah i mean i don't mind switching but the end goal is always you know uh, how what kind of a game how like my game uh, goal is to see a great game being made so if that requires a switch in engines uh, you know for whatever reasons uh, if it has better visuals or you know uh for those reasons i'd switch and i don't have an issue um of course it would take some time to learn something again so i'm scared to do that as yeah. well because mm-hmm. then it would take up a lot of time and that would delay games um yeah so there has to be something uh, really uh, some big reason so i think possibly if i make a bigger game and have a bigger team and if they convince me for certain reasons then i would but right now i don't see a major need mm. you're happy with what you are like sort of dev small yeah. games yeah. yeah i mean yeah unity you can make uh, bigger games as mm. well yeah so but it's a lot more demanding work and you have to take in concentration all sort of things like leading a team and all over all that stuff yeah i'm not really sure actually like uh uh how much the difference it makes mm. with unity unreal yeah okay nice man uh so i think we are kind of uh, reaching the end of the uh, time here as well right so uh, before we end arman uh, uh, any advice that you have for people you know uh, were listening to you on this podcast like who want to get into the video gaming industry what advice will you give them yeah so uh what i said earlier about you know uh it would be a major part of the advice about making the jump so yeah. prototype and try it out research before trying it out you know um put things out and see how people respond to it and uh, now with in the internet with social media with steam and everything it's very easy to get feedback and very easy to put your get your foot in the door and that's that's really i mean that makes a huge difference like if you have a dream you know to do these things you should do it but uh, definitely see like don't put everything on the line because uh, the game industry is very what do you say a uh, volatile and it keeps changing and there is a huge amount of competition so yeah it's a challenge but it's really really creatively satisfying so research and do it right and like one question that i ask everyone before uh, when they come on to this show uh, on this podcast is like uh, how you what was the inspiration behind the names right so what was the inspiration behind frostwood and like how do you call why did you call it frostwood and like why did you call and then forgotten fields i know rain swept because of the look it's always swept yeah. by rain right <laughs> uh, that's kind of straightforward but you know what's the inspiration behind forgotten fields and then like uh, the name of your company frostwood so yeah for the name of the company it was uh, just the image of like i love like you can see in rain swept very misty hills and woods and forests you know so i just made a co- collection of words and frost was there and woods was there and first <laughs> it was like frosty woods and 
you know it sounded a little odd and i put it up on reddit like what do you think of these names but it had it had to be something like you know cold woods so oh, you put it up, up on reddit like in yeah. what what it, what what thread did you use for it to be voted on <laughs> like what uh, Oh, you mean with subreddit? Yeah, yeah. subreddit. Yeah. I I don't know. I love to uh, search. It was very long back. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, some people like Frosty Woods sounds odd. You know, you might want to change that. Uh, uh, then for Forgotten Fields was a lot more. Uh, you know, like because I'm working with Dino Digital, so there was a lot more planning and thinking and how, what will suit the market, what will stand out and. a lot more technical basically it was mm-hmm. less of just being inspired by frosty woods and <laughs> much more like you know what's what's uh, shows what the game is about and uh, forgotten fields was one of i don't know thousand options we went for, through and uh, yeah it forgotten is like you know nostalgia home and fields is goa and what you can see in the game okay like, also uh, i wanted to ask like is since you make games like what are the kind of games you really like like what are like your top 2 3 favorites yeah, i mean that is the topic i can talk about for a very long time <laughs> uh like fable i already said uh my all time favorite is the first witcher okay uh, oh, i yes. think that's a low interesting choice wow. <laughs> yes a man of culture <laughs> <laughs> i love it yep yeah first witcher is awesome Oh man, oh, yeah, it's one it's... of my favorite RPGs of all time. Even more than the second and third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same for me. Uh, the the atmosphere and the feeling yeah, in that was like oh my god, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it was insane, and it's it's like a trip. It's like really different, and yeah. the story and the ending. It's like it's amazing. Yes. I I even um, love the combat, which everyone hates. Oh right, right, yeah. Like yeah, you get in the rhythm, and it's like you know, it's yeah. it's a lot of. <laughs> even i remember yeah. whichever one everybody used to like when i was looking at reviews when i was playing it like they everybody was saying the combat is bad but i even i felt like once you get into that rhythm yeah, like that is us combat where you had to pay attention instead of just mashing buttons that's a good thing i don't know what yeah. you guys are talking about the combat like was like was trash it was big seriously guys Nein, come mala, on man like matlab it was wonky tha but timing tha thoda like you would be reacting to the flashes and everything yeah I don't you get I more moves, believe you know? that I am on a like I am on a Zoom call and I am being outvoted on the combat quality of Witcher one. You know, like yeah. this, I would never thought this would. Happen. I think those time yeah. pay like those <laughs> time pay it felt different. I mean, like, uh, different enough that okay, I am yeah. willing to turn one. So other than Witcher, like uh, what else? Yeah, uh, Mass Effect. Okay, that would be my like second. Uh, the whole series. Okay. Yeah. and uh, uh dragon age origin so what uh, what are you playing recently are you playing something uh, these days currently yeah i've been catching up on assassin's creed origins i didn't play that at mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. and uh, i was not convinced you know they went the whole direction of open world and collectibles i don't like the whole new direction ubisoft is doing so, so the last 10 years like, basically <laughs> uh since since origins and this ghost recon and all you know you kind of have something in the air and it scouts mm-hmm. icons and you infiltrate yeah since about far cry 4 maybe uh i like the uh, older assassin's creeds mm-hmm. but i kind of got convinced online by a lot of people so i like okay let's give it a shot it's pretty good i'm liking it the story mm-hmm. is good the music is great mm-hmm. and waiting for ghost of tsushima yep that's a <laughs> Touchy topic here. Uh, Manus is actually <laughs> on it, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been playing it uh, for review purposes. I think last three four days. Uh, wow! I okay. can't. I don't want to. I don't want to know anything. Yeah, I can't say anything. Also, <laughs> uh, he's in Bargood. That's it. Manus blacklisted. <laughs> Uh, amazing <laughs> but also uh, arvan i wanted to ask like the uh, apart from the games you like like from a developer's perspective what kind of games do you not like like you mentioned the collectible festival that ubisoft holds once every year uske alawa uske alawa like what other games do you not like um yeah i think unnecessarily open because i have i can't remember right now but i have a lot of things that i don't like you know detective vision kind of thing okay. where you can just oh, press the button and irritating man yes it's like you don't have to design the game you just press yeah. that button and you can just see what is where it's really it takes yeah. you out of the experience 
yeah you're treating player like an idiot because <laughs> <laughs> uh and open world for no reason just big worlds you know nothing to explore uh things that uh, i don't know like don't uh pay attention to the story like i'm not a fan of uh, things that just really go multiplayer and kind of leave uh single player behind mm-hmm. um and for like instance shadow of mordor was quite highly oh, yeah. regarded i just felt it was just nothing except killing ox which was yep. again very <laughs> you know i didn't enjoy that yeah um yeah i i mean i i can right now i can't remember but i have <laughs> um strong <laughs> a long list <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right man uh, so like uh, if uh, now that we are like kind of wrapping up around here right so arvan uh, where can like people find more about your game and like how can they support you right now yeah so right now we've got the kickstarter going so that's mm-hmm. the best place to support the game uh, for another 11 days it'll be running mm-hmm. and uh, you can i'm most active on twitter so the handle is frostwood_int Mm-hmm. and i post updates and everything over there and i have a newsletter which you can find from my website uh which is frostwood into frostwood let me check frostwood yeah. by the way i yeah. like the posters you have in the background i was looking at those oh. yeah thanks man a lot of the games yeah, that you like I are, here, are, are yeah, actually exactly. here you know uh i yeah. have origins witcher uh i think i have mass effect somewhere there uh, yeah it's up there the reaper yeah exactly yeah yeah So I have uh, nice. I don't know man I don't think I think like RPG is the most purest form of video game anyways so you know so <laughs> so that's that's oh, my opinion that reminds me of another thing I don't like so uh, you know like fake RPGs nowadays you know like it's a normal game and they call it an RPG yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my so god yeah. Yeah. RPG like <laughs> RPG elements matlab activision ke hisab se to call of duty ka multiplayer is an RPG oh yeah bhai that oh, has oh, a, oh, that oh, i'll tell you what yeah. the cod multiplayer skill tree has is much more in depth than many classic rpgs you know that like that is like <laughs> and it takes a lot more grinding as well like <laughs> it yeah. takes years of your age basically <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. uh, like i'm playing origins and it's just like did this need to be an rpg or did this need to be called an rpg yeah and those level caps for no reasons oh i've been playing kingdom come deliverance also i've paused oh, for a while yeah. uh, good yes. game yeah good game that's an rpg yeah that's an rpg yeah i had a moment where uh, i the only bow i had on me was a very high level bow which i was not leveled up enough for so in origins they just don't allow you to use it you're not high enough level in this you can use it but you know it won't be very good you won't you won't be able to aim so with the bow like i tried using it and this his hand was moving and i was really far away and his hand was just moving all over the screen <laughs> and because it's so high level i couldn't choose when to release it he just couldn't hold it for too long <laughs> so he released it by mistake and it actually went all the way and it hit that guy on the head <laughs> and i was i was like that was the most amazing moment ever you know yeah. like i could control the bow and it just somehow went and killed that guy so that that's was what dreaming moment <laughs> yeah. I, i all i got to do was take a screenshot in the end and tell people <laughs> i know this happened yeah yeah it, in the screen in the capture it looks like uh, perf- very well planned but it wasn't <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah nice man yeah this the this discussion i think uh, will take us a lot much longer <laughs> i guess yeah, yeah. because yes. we seem to have like uh, it's interesting man you seem to like a lot of games that uh, me and jay kind of play because we are both uh, rpg people jay more so because he has much more time on his hand right yeah, yeah, so yeah. like we to say i don't have a job yeah. <laughs> i was being polite about it jay why did yeah <laughs> anyways man so yeah i think like if you want uh, more you know more dirt on rpg you should follow jay on the website <laughs> he, he he really looks into it yeah. you know but i am i'm right now in a writer uh, suffering from writer's block so i think okay. game should help me <laughs> yeah 
all right guys uh, this was great uh, thanks all of you for joining and taking out the time to your talk talk to me and uh, uh, especially arman uh, thanks for your you know taking out the time from your busy schedule right in the middle of the kickstarter uh, and uh, we wish you the best of luck for the game uh, we hope to see forgotten fields uh, on steam uh, on like on epic store on gog everywhere you know on our phones and on our tv very soon we on our yeah. switch and on our, on our vs you know <laughs> why not <laughs> yeah thank you yep. thanks for and uh, yeah uh, it it was our pleasure man and uh, if you guys anyone if you listening like this podcast you can follow us on uh, apple podcast if you're on iphone or if you're on android you can follow us on google podcast spotify anchor and this podcast will also be going up on youtube so you can follow us there uh and this is ayush manas and jay signing off from gamefin thanks for joining in guys see you next time bye bye bye, bye. bye.